Joy 99.7 FM and hits 103.9 FM in Accra. In Kumasi, we are love 99.5 FM and affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including um, Premier Volta Premier Ho, Amenuveva FM Aplao, Lolonyo FM Hohoi, and Kekali FM Ho. Get radio, TV, and online content on the MyJoyOnline.com interactive app for Android and iOS devices. Coming up, proponents of the proper human sexual rights and family values bill ready to face it off with a collision of 18 civil society groups threatening court action over the passage of the bill. Advocates who think that this bill should not be passed. Uh, thankfully, we, we pass it. In any case, uh, we are prepared. We have details as the collision for the uh, for the bill also say they are positive. President Ekufado will assent to it. I think the president is a very smart politician. I don't think he's going to buy into this false argument about democracy and human rights. Meanwhile, the United Nations is criticizing the bill, urging the president not to sign it into law. We have details of that also. Electricity Company of Ghana rejects PURC's explanation that the current erratic power supply situation is due to lack of sufficient fuel to power the generating plants. One of the issues that it came up was to do with fuel, which was not available. The issue that the PURC raised about fuel is not this position of the current situation that we are seeing on our dashboard. We also have business and many more coming up with me, Mamiesi Nyamiche Thompson. Let's start from the anti-gay bill. Now, proponents of the proper human sexual rights and family values bill are prepared to face it off in court with a collision of 18 civil society groups who are considering legal action if the president signs the recently passed bill into law. The bill aims to criminalize LGBTQ plus activities in Ghana with penalties of up to three years in jail for individuals and in five years for promoters of such activities. Audrey Gajapu, board chair of the Ghana Center for Democratic Development and a member of the coalition, assessed the readiness to challenge the bill in court. We're going to continue our advocacy and continue to repeat like a broken record, but worth repeating mm -hmm. why this bill is harmful to our country's democracy and our country's development, mm. okay? And we hope that the president will listen. So we will make representation to the president not to assent to the bill. And if that fails, to be sure to prepare ourselves to go to court but MP for Whole West and one of the proponents of the bill says they're ready to face them in court. We are prepared since the inception of this bill in 2021. We've had so many oppositions from uh, the likes of uh, Odigajeko, uh, Techua Minu, uh, Akutuan and the rest who stood against uh, this bill, uh, including some uh, advocates who think that this bill should not be passed. Uh, thankfully, we, we pass it. In any case, uh, we are prepared. Honorable Bedra there. Now, Executive Secretary of the Coalition for Human Sexual Rights and Family Values Bill, Moses Fu Amoni, is also saying they're positive that President Kofado will assent to the bill. I think the president is a very smart politician. I don't think he's going to buy into this false argument about democracy and human rights and all of that. The Christian community is also seriously backing the ascent of the bill into law. Listen to a former General Secretary of the Christian Council, Reverend Dr. Kwabno Punipurimpong. He spoke to Raymond Aqua on AppFront. We have seen enough, and where we have reached is a president who must put this matter to sleep by assenting to the bill. Let us 
build our country. The president raised this issue that we must build Ghana beyond AIDS. This is the time that even if people will run away uh, from us with their AIDS, let us do what uh, in our own consciousness we know this is right for us. Even if we are wrong, we must be sincerely wrong. Well, still in the bill, the United Nations has taken a strong stance against the passage. In separate statement from the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights and the UNAIDS Executive Director described the bill as deeply harmful and a threat to public health. My colleague Maxwell Agbaba joins me in studio with details. Maxwell, let's start with the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, Volker Turk. What does he say? Uh, he says it is profoundly disturbing. He warned that the bill, quote, broadens the scope of criminal sanctions against lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transsexual, and queer people simply for being who they are and threatens criminal penalties against perceived allies of LGBTQ plus people. Um, he's quoted here as saying, I call for the bill not to become law. I urge the Ghanaian government to take steps to ensure everyone can live free from violence, stigma, and and discrimination regardless of their sexual orientation or gender identity. Consensual same-sex conduct should never um, be criminalized. Well, the UN also believes that this will undermine and jeopardize Ghana's strides to end the spread of AIDS. Tell us more. Yes, it says if the Human Sexual Rights and Ghanaian Family Values Bill becomes a law, it will exacerbate fear and hatred, could incite violence against fellow Ghanaian citizens and will negatively impact on free speech, freedom of movement and freedom of association. If it becomes a law, it says it would obstruct access to life-saving um, services, undercut social protection and jeopardize Ghana's development success. It says evidence shows that punitive laws like this bill are a barrier to ending AIDS and ultimately undermine everyone's health. Thank you so much, Max Solak. But well, now to energy issues. The Electricity Company of Ghana has rejected the PURC's explanation for the current erratic power supply situation, insisting that claims that the supply challenges are as a result of unavailability or sufficient fuel to power the thermal flats. Now, joint news sources within the energy sector have revealed that the situation will linger and advise Ghanaians to prepare for long spells of doom. So the claim was corroborated by PURC's Director of Research, Dr. Eric Obote. We have contacted them and then one of the issues that they came up was to do with fuel, fuel which was not available and that has also been sorted out. So for now, the, the company PULC is having a discussion with the generators and the distribution company as to exactly what the issues are that we are having so much power outages. That Director General of the ECG, Samuel Dubik Mahama, rejects this. Here's his reason. What we are experiencing are a few scattered issues here and there. The issue that the PRC raised about fuel is not disposition of uh, of the current situation that we are seeing on our dashboards. Currently, one of the power plants is down, uh, send power for that matter, and we are working with them to troubleshoot and bring it back up. So we are waiting for them to come back up. But that hasn't affected uh, much of supply within the country. So we are just managing the space now until until it's done. Samuel Dubik-Mama is Managing Director of ECG. Now, the evidence is all there. This was the president's rejoinder to the expressions of incredulity at his claim that the Attorney General has saved the country from paying over 10 trillion Ghana cities worth of judgment debt. Well, Super Morning Show host went in search of this evidence. Um, Kojo Yangsen sat down with the Attorney General, Godfrey Dami, who 
armed with piles of court documents reveal that the 10 trillion Ghana cities announced by the president in this year's in this year's state of the nation's address was actually an understatement the savings that the president announced were actually an underestimation the president grossly underestimated it and it was actually my doing mm. because every minister has his responsibility of bringing to the president's attention the work that the minister has done and in presenting my report i deliberately understated the account just not to raise on eyebrows and to be honest with sensational if you go through 10 trillion is just arising in a single case mm. if you go through the savings are actually over 14 billion 14, 14 trillion. trillion yes i can refer to this matter china jilin which the supreme court set aside only last year the judgment that year if you look at the figure here originally you have more excerpts of this of this interview on the morning show later. Now, Joe News has uncovered reasons health facilities providing services under the National Health Insurance Scheme resort to cash and carry system, even though patients have valid health insurance cards. The reasons stem from underpayment of services and medicines offered to patients by the service providers. Stanley Niblow has more on this report. Here at the Ganwes Municipal Hospital, Scores of patients who have come here to access health care are not happy because they are compelled to pay money despite being valid members of the scheme. Accompanied by the mother, Sarah Kisiwa has just been discharged from the hospital after spending four nights at the facility after being delivered of her baby. She is one of the many patrons who had to pay money for services the facility offered to them. Kisiwa says the national health insurance is not simply working. She bags her claim with receipts she obtained from the hospital showing proof of payment. I have the national health insurance, but when I come to the hospital, I am being requested to pay for services including labs and scans. I am surprised that patients are being asked to pay money for services rendered. This is really disturbing. At the entrance of the Mamobi General Hospital is Rosamond Kodia. She has also been discharged from the facility after being delivered of her baby there. I think it's not working here because they really took me a lot of money. Stanley Niblau's report ending the bulletin this morning in our top story proponents of the proper human sexual rights and family values bill ready to face it off with a collision of 18 civil society groups threatening court action over the passage of the bill. I am Amisi Nyamiche Thompson. Business is next on the Super Morning Show. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.